0: This is Mackenzie Milton, and you're listening to One Night Stand.
1: Caught with straight shots and then pop bottles. Work with the hood
0: rats, then pop bottles. Caught with straight shots and then pop bottles. Work with the hood rats. Okay, we pop a champagne like we
1: want a champion. Look like I got on a champion. Cause I bought home. Don't be by a I am the bird man.
2: This is One Night. Stan brought to you by SeatGeek use promo code UCFproblems for $20 off of your first order. What up night fans? It's Wednesday, September 11th on today's show. We recap the FAU game and preview our upcoming Whiteout matchup with Stanford. That's right, don't wear black, no excuses. The Knights ranked 17 in the AP poll, 16 in the coaches poll. We talk about the brewing quarterback controversy that seems to be a whole new discussion every single week. Mac back in the mix now. Back by popular demand. Probs, probs. Also a meanwhile to the West. Always fun. And of course,
0: Money Moo's Picks of the Week. And I'm here with... Money Moo! It was a dominating performance in Boca as the Knights improved to 2-0, and torching the Owls 48-10. to behind a tremendous performance by the UCF running backs. McCray, Bentavious, Otis, and Killins, all finding the end zone. But what everyone's talking about, the quarterback position, as we learned earlier this week that Daryl Mack is now cleared by doctors to play.
2: Yo, literally, return of the Mack, right?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should have um, played the
2: song. Uh, I'll, 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 uh... <laughs> oh, man, that was... <laughs> I don't know, after Old Town Road didn't go over that well. Uh, now, yeah. I'll I'll that's I'll edit in the we turn to the Mac. I'll, I'll put that in here.
1: 20 oh no. Come on, UCF. Hyper didn't tell us so. So that's why we didn't know. Well, here the story goes. Of when Milton couldn't throw. When we heard he couldn't start KZ you just broke our heart DJ had to start the game And show us that he's real He tried to play KZ even warmed up in pregame He tried to play Yes he tried Yes he tried He tried to play People freaked out on the message boards He tried to play Yes they cried, yes they cried We turned to the MAC We did We turned to the MAC And won We turned to the MAC He's legit Kirk Herp Street is a quack Buckeyes lose We turned to the MAC ECU We turned to the MAC Coughed up the ball We turned to the MAC Four force fumbles Danny White has got our back Yes he does So, so our, backup's our backup's in the, the game, game. Running, Running plays to keep the lead, lead. Letting all the people know that the Mac can run the show Cause now we know he's good And all the nasty plays we've run We even ran some trickery Got the ball to Quadri Jones He tried to play KZ even warmed up in pre-game He tried to play Yes he tried Yes he tried He tried to play People freaked out on the message boards He tried to play Yes, they cried. Yes, they cried. We turned to the Mac. We did. We turned to the Mac. And one We turned to the Mac. He's legit. Kirk Herbstreet is a quack. Buckeyes lose. We turned to the Mac. ECU. We turned to the Mac. Cuffed up the ball. We turned to Four the Mac. Four forced fumbles. Danny White has got our back. Yes, he does.
2: Yeah, let's talk about the game first, and then we can talk about the quarterback issue next. So, actually, the biggest news, Wimbush, a healthy scratch. Well, actually, Hypo said he's not 100%, but I don't think he was actually injured. So, Dylan Gabriel got his first career start and played the entire game. What did you think about his performance?
0: Well, the box score... At least the completion percentage was an impressive seven of nineteen. The box score was two hundred and forty-five yards, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Wait,
2: so he completed seven passes for what was that? An average of like fifty yards a pass, or what? 13? Yeah, they said on TV
0: it was like the longest per completion in like twelve years or something. Yeah, in college football.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was nuts. He was throwing it all over the place. But you know, I sat. I uh, you know we attended the game this weekend, so physically, of course, Physically, yeah. Mentally, I don't know. We, we weren't really there. I think so. we
2: started tailgating way too early, but that's a whole other story.
0: <laughs> Had to re. I came back and rewatched it. Uh, you know, I gotta say, he did a great job. Um, there wasn't any throws that were like way, way off. Some misses here and there, but. I mean, this is what you get with with a true freshman, like
2: exactly, exactly. It, it just happens. He's um, gonna show totally
0: fa- cool with it.
2: He's gonna show flashes of brilliance, and then he, you know, might not do that well. But I mean, overall, he did exactly what we needed him to do, and uh, no
0: turnovers,
2: exactly. And also, he got the touchdowns we needed to win the game. It's not like we're ever like in a a position where you know his whatever incompletions was actually a big deal. So. Um, but yeah, I think the big story of the game obviously besides I guess we can talk about that now. Brandon Wimbush. So I hate speculating on stuff like this, but there's been enough people saying kind of the same things about him. So I'm just gonna say it. I think he's having some personal issues. Now, I don't know if that has to do with, you know, the the transfer or, you know, I don't know, splitting time with Gabriel or it could be something totally different. But I think we should just, you know, respect him and give him his privacy at this point, and just support him and uh, wish him all the best. You know, I don't really know. It, there's no point in speculating or anything like that. I hope he's okay. Um, there's people saying he might switch to receiver or whatever. Um, I, I hope he, you know, does whatever's best for himself and whatever he needs to do. But I think now with Mac coming back from this point forward, that I don't know if Wimbush. Is even going to be a quarterback at all. So we'll just have to see. But like I said, I think we should all just kind of respect his privacy and, uh, you know, send him positive thoughts and and everything because I I don't really know what's going on. So.
0: Yeah, to me, I think that it's tough. (laughs) You know, there's so much talent at that position. And I feel the same way uh, for Quadri, too. You know, he's been patient. Um, there's only one position, you know, on the field if you're a quarterback. That's it. There's one and only. Right. So, you know, uh, you just got to keep your head in there. And I think he's. I think in the case of Wimbush, you know, he showed signs of greatness in, in the first game. Now, it was against FAMU, but Still. there were some things that I saw, it, like his tackle ability, his running ability, that... Are things that we could definitely use
2: exactly, it, it, you know. Wherever whatever he ends up doing, on whatever side of the ball, he's gonna contribute. You know, dude, just a playmaker. We've we've said this all along. Like, I don't dislike him. He's just not the most accurate passer. But overall, I mean, dude's a baller. You know, and I, we got to give ballers the ball, right? <laughs> right. So I'm sure. <laughs> Make that a T-shirt. I'm sure. I'm sure, <laughs> dude. And here's another thing too. I mean, if we just have, like, a Wildcat package or something with him, you know, where he pretty right? much just runs the ball. But, you know, the whole thing with the Wildcat package is you don't have that quarterback who's normally not a threat on the offensive side of the ball. So it's like you have a uh, you have a mismatch towards the defense is, is what it is pretty much. And just throw him in and let him run it up the middle a couple of times. And then, you know, maybe one out of ten, you know, do a little hezy, throw the deep ball, and boom, we're good.
0: Dude, um, I've got it. You ready for it? Go for it. He's our Taysom Hill.
2: Dude, yeah. All right, I One, like that. Taysom Wimbush. Am I right? Yeah, he, he really should be.
0: Dude, he's just an all-around Taysom playmaker. Taysom Hill, same thing. Too, too talented to not be on the field. Dude, he had right? a. Uh,
2: he normally runs the Wildcat for the Saints, for people that don't know who we're talking about. But I think he had a receiving touchdown uh, he did. last night. Yeah, yeah, along with Traquan Smith. And also, uh, well, no, Tay Murray had a rushing touchdown, but dude, what is it with um, running backs that have names that end in Avius or whatever? They're, like, really good, the ones that go to UCF. We have Latavius and Pentavius. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so if you want to have a good <laughs> running back, if you, want, if you want your kid to be a good running back, just name them that and send them to UCF. Anyway, um, I what were we talking about? We oh, Wimbush. <laughs>
0: we got way So, Wimbush. We call up Hypel. Wimbush is our new Taysom Hill. Everyone's All right. happy.
2: All right, Taysom Wimbush. Cool. What else from the game? What do you What did you think about the defense?
0: I think the defense was lights out. Man, unbelievable performance. I just think that you know some people were talking about oh like who is who's better like 2017 Knights 2018 Knights 2019 I can't believe the turnaround from last year I mean the defense was good last year but we didn't there lose some games where we, we, we didn't, didn't lose any games by the defense but you know uh, I don't know we didn't we just well, look a whole lot better this year Well
2: I mean here's the thing you know this is our second year in the Randy Shannon system um you know there's a lot of players like For instance, you know, when Shannon came here, Titus Davis switched from an outside linebacker, I guess, to an edge rusher. And, you know, it's just a little different schematically. And there's going to be some, you know, transition time, break-in time. And um, we didn't really lose anyone besides Tristan. So, overall, I mean, unless we're not doing anything all summer, we should just get better in general. And I think that's very, very evident from these first two games. I mean, I know Fami wasn't that good of an opponent. FAU is actually decent, and again, I mean, we just clearly look like we're on another level. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how we play versus Stanford, though. I mean, they definitely have some bigger bodies, and uh, I think this will be the first really true test. I mean, I, I guess that's really obvious, but it'll be interesting to see how we kind of match up with them this week, and I think I think we're going to blow them out, and it's going to really be like, all right, UCF's legit, because... Right now, everyone's just saying we had easy opponents, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. That's why we play the games, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you on that one. This is going to be a lot easier than I think people are thinking it's going to be. Yeah. It just is. And, you know, the other thing with the defense, too, is that I think you touched on it, is that the system changed, you know? Right. Didn't Randy Shannon have a 4-3 he or like, a 3-4?
2: So, so Chananda ran a 3-4, which is you have a nose guard and 2D tackles, and then you have technically four linebackers, but really one of them is an edge rusher. Uh, so, this way flips around. You have 2D your, – your edge rushers, you have 2D ends, but their hands are on the ground. Those are the D linemen and then three linebackers. A- anyway, it, it can be confusing. and Players like, you know, Kalia Davis – who came here, was supposed to be a, a 3-4 outside linebacker, had to switch to the D-line this year because he didn't really fit the mold of a 4-3 linebacker. And uh, he's, you know, done that transition well, but it's just different for people. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I think, you know, the more and more we play, the more and more anyone does anything anyone's way, they're going to keep getting better at it. And when you switch stuff up, you know, you uh y- y- the transition can be hard sometimes. But... I think we look great. I mean, everyone, we look really, really good. Uh, I'm excited to see how we do against Stanford this week.
0: I'm most looking forward to is the play of the secondary. You know, FAMU didn't pass, like, ever. And FAU really only, I think their longest pass play, I'd have to look it up, but I want to say it wasn't 15 yards. They tried they, to pass, they, weren't so they bom- just couldn't. They, bo- right, they weren't bombing it all over the place. So. right. You never know what Stanford's going to try and do. Um, I know they have said that KJ Costello, their regular starter who missed last week, uh, the game against USC, will be back and will be playing in this game.
2: That's good. I mean, that might be one of their best players. Another thing, too, what do you think we're going to see at the quarterback position? Mac is back and he's been kind of practicing. So, like, I don't think he's, like, he's cleared to play, but I don't think that means, like, he just now started practicing as quarterback. Like, so, I think he's, like, started, I think he started to, to, you know, shake off the rust a little while ago. Do we see him at all? Or, like, what do you think? This is, it's a weird thing.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm going with my opinion, and this is strictly my opinion. I think if Mac is 100% and ready to come back, I think you got to stick with Dylan.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Because what if you put Mac in and he's a little rusty at first, and then you you kind of shot Dylan's confidence by not starting him. But I guess you could tell him, hey, it was Mac's team to begin with. Who knows, right. man?
0: I mean, do you go back to Dylan? Do you go back to Wimbush? I mean, <laughs> what did what did Wimbush do? Have a have some bad drives. I mean, how many actual drives did he, Wimbush did he play? Wimbush wasn't
2: terrible, he just he missed a couple throws, but he did, he did pretty
0: well overall. That's what I'm saying. And then, oh, now you start to question, is Gabriel really that good?
2: Yeah. I, who knows? Is is McKen- Was McKenzie even that good? <laughs> um, <laughs> question you know, everything. You, know, <laughs> you know what, though? Somehow, I think Mac hurting his ankle was like a really good thing for everyone overall, because it gave Dylan the chance to get those reps that he would have never gotten, and now we have some more, I guess we have answers about him about Wimbush, and we know who Mac is, so I think it was somehow a good thing, and it wasn't, yeah, but
0: we're never gonna have the answer about who's starting,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, we will uh, I think Saturday
0: ever. oh what? No, well, yeah, whoever runs out on the rest field of the season dude, it's every it's
2: gonna be every week. Dude, you set it you said it on our first show this season,
0: <laughs> and it's always because gonna be something right, Gabriel, different too, so Gabriel's already played in two games, right, yeah. And the red shirt rule is you can play in up to four. Uh-huh. So he's already played in two. What if he brings Mac back, or he he puts Gabriel in this week? Then he brings Mac back for Pittsburgh. I don't know. That's hard getting your first starts on the road.
2: Yeah, I you know in, uh,
0: another, I think it's Gabriel for the rest of the season, man.
2: I I don't know, but one thing I do know is that people are you know talking about the the red shirt angle hypo does not give a shit about burning the stupid red shirt. I mean, let's be real, guys. I, I love him, and I hope he stays, but he's probably not going to be here in three years. So, if anything, he needs to win more now anyway. Like, in, in general... Are you saying Heupel or Dylan? hypo Did I say oh. Dylan? No, Dylan's not... Or, hypo's not going to... He's, he's probably going to be gone. Unless we can pay him, he's going to get a huge P5 offer, if not this year, then probably next year. So... But in any way, even if he was staying here long term, it's most important to do what you think is going to be best for the team now. Y- who knows what about the red shirt and stuff like that? We don't know about McKenzie. We have to. You just have to do what's best for your team now. And if that's playing Dylan, then that's playing Dylan. You that's know? true. I, I'd, I'd rather well, just win the for red four shirt
0: years in a row with Gabriel. I guess
2: what I guess what my point is is like the red shirt thing is not going to be a factor for Coach Hypel's decision at all in this season. I'm pretty sure. It just yeah, it just I isn't. would agree with yeah. you. Yeah, he's gonna do what's best for us now.
0: And all right, so who do you, who starts Saturday? Quadro, you never said joke,
2: <laughs> dude. I have. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Gabriel, right? Or is it Wimbush? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm asking you. I don't know. Opinion. This is our show. I, all right, I would say I guess it's Gabriel, but I'm probably gonna be wrong. Who Who knows, man? It, again, this is a great problem to have. We've talked about it before. Remember when it was like. It was like, oh, is it going to be Holman or Pete DeNovo? And I was like, oh, God. Like, I don't like either answer or whatever. I forget or, who it was. Or
0: when McKenzie was in, in his freshman year and people were calling for Holman to, to start <laughs> to again. To
2: come back, I know. Oh, man, it's funny. It's funny how stuff uh I mean, not going to
0: lie, I did say I wanted Holman back for like one week. But I didn't realize the whole, like, I guess it didn't hit me until now that, like, yeah, the true freshman. Kids like 18, like just because well,
2: not only that, too, we didn't have an offensive line, so it was way different. Like, that's what's helping, benefiting Dylan yeah, a lot. That, is that's true. He's not running I remember for his that life. Fr- I remember that
0: first year, it was bad. KZ was like running all over the place, dude. As soon as
2: he got the snap, he would like have to run. And then, how are you supposed to like sit there and make your reads and throw the ball accurately when you're running for your life every play from you know some very, very large human beings running at you, like trying to kill you pretty much.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is the Bash Bros, Cole and Parker up there in the front.
2: Yes. Very good. Keep uh, keeping
0: Dylan looking good.
2: We are very, very solid.
0: I mean <laughs> And my boy Jordan. Oh yeah. Jordan Johnson.
2: Dude, do you know he's vegan? Did you hear that? No. I've never heard it talked never, about it at all. <laughs> never heard of it. Pretty crazy. Um all right, what else? Anything else to talk about on this game? Stanford? Uh Anything?
0: Um, let's talk about the actual go- getting into the game. What game? Or is that going to be? P- Never mind. Okay, I was going to be in props, props. Oh, right, I'll
2: do props, props now. That's easy. So, yeah, let's talk about the game and just everything in general. I guess this is props, props. You knew the game was sold out. How stupid do you have to be to have six metal detectors for thirty thousand people? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not like that bright, but I don't think that's enough. This isn't the first time they've had a game sell out like this before, too. Someone should get fired. Like someone high up should get fired because this is just a huge miss on them. It was ridiculous. What we got there at what six thirty and to wait in line, and we got in the game at seven thirty. Is that what it was? Like at least an hour.
0: It was like seven forty.
2: Seven forty, and not only that, once we were in, you couldn't even get food or water or, or beer or anything. Like the line for everything was just as bad as getting into the game. When did we leave, like halftime, I think, or maybe a little bit after? It sucked. It was the worst gaming experience I've ever, ever, ever been through.
0: Yeah, we left at halftime. I think this is the first sporting event I've ever left at halftime before because there was no food, there was no water, there was no beer. There
2: was nothing. And
0: we were all dead. I mean, I felt so bad. You know, we drove two and a half hours to get there.
2: Just to leave, I know. But, like, we, they literally gave us no choice but to leave. It was crazy because if you look at the crowd shots and stuff from the game, it didn't look like a sellout at all because, like, a quarter of the stadium was probably always still waiting in line for beer or outside the stadium to get in, which kind of sucks for them because they could have had a really cool crowd shot of, like, all the seats filled. But instead everyone was waiting for something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was um, unreal. Yeah. So It was a good time. Anyway. Though. I still had a good time. I'm oh, not, yeah, hey. I had an awesome time. Uh, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: No, that was a, I don't know. It was weird because it was like, all right, we got there like one and then it was like, oh man, the game is so far away. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh crap, we got to pack up and go. And <laughs> it uh, definitely went by fast. Good time. Hung out with a lot of, or hung out with a lot of, saw a lot of friends, ran into a couple people that hadn't seen in like 10 years. That live in South Florida that I knew from college, so that was cool. Overall, great. Just I don't know. Don't be stupid when you're planning like a big game or planning for a big game. Uh, or actually, it's actually the opposite. actually plan when there's a big game because they clearly did nothing. But uh, yeah. So that was my that was my probs for the week. That was that was an easy one. <laughs> okay, so speaking of games, or I guess logistics and stuff for games this week obviously stanford it's our one white out of the year i've got a white baseball jersey that i've been saving up for a long time for this one very excited whoa i'm gonna you
0: in a baseball jersey i know
2: crazy right <laughs> stupid millennial um you <laughs> <laughs> how funny was that post by the way so many so so many people responded actually Let's talk about game day attire. So I wore a Saints jersey to the game, and apparently a bunch of people have, like, no recollection of Traquan Smith, who was – how long ago was he here? Like, two years?
0: Two years ago. Like, dude, a year what? and a half ago. Why are
2: you wearing an NFL jersey? I'm like, all right, like, you're stupid. But whatever. I thought it was cool wearing the black and gold. It's black and gold. It's a guy that went to UCF. Um, but whatever. I guess it went over some people's heads. Anyway. Uh, white out I can't wait i've've had this retro baseball jersey've been saving this for like a year um it's probably gonna get completely ruined because uh white, Oh yeah for sure
0: <laughs> white and
2: tailgating and me just don't mix that well um actually I mean tailgating and me just in general uh, doesn't mix that well but usually I'm wearing black so you can't see all the stains and stuff but yeah so wear white do the white out thing because it'll be really cool and you don't want to look like an idiot. Wearing like being the one person that wears black, you uh, got white shorts. No, wait, no. We can wear any color shorts, right?
0: I think. Oh well, yeah. I'm just white out, man. I'm trying to go yeah. all white.
2: I'm wearing. I dude, got.
0: I got a white polo. I got. I'm gonna wear the 2018 uh conference championship hat as a white. No, it's not. Or it no, like, the 2017. The gray.
2: Yeah, 2017. 2017. Oh, that's a sick hat, Yeah. Yo, nice combination. I'm um, going
0: all white, bro. Yeah, drink some white beers. You know what I? Like Modelo, Stella, White Claw, Claws. White Claw, White Claw. Yo, all
2: right. Why is White Claw not sponsoring this game? Like, I feel like that's like a perfect product placement opportunity. Yeah, like a, a White Claw out or something. <laughs> white out Claw. Um, I don't
0: know. I mean, Penn State looks cool, just white all over the place. It, it looks they so. They do their cool. white-outs, like
2: exactly. I guarantee I you, ours is going to look be that a good. A lot though. of
0: people in black, though.
2: Oh, for sure. A lot. Like, oh, I didn't know, but. Whatever, you know, traditions take time, and uh, we're getting better, so at least we're not, like, pretty much no one wears gold or yellow anymore, so that's, you know, step one step in the right direction. Um, I, so wore, anyway. a, I wore a bathing suit, this is kind of off topic, but I wore a bathing suit to the first game with my uh, uh, whatever polo shirt I had on, and honestly, one of the best decisions of my life. Out there in that heat, having a bathing suit on, very, very comfortable, so just, you
0: know. Really? Yeah, and you do, You usually move around a lot, though. A lot of walking. I'm a big uh, no walking, chasing or anything. J-
2: jumping, running. Uh, so I had I wore boxers or I wore compressions with the bathing suit. So kind of like a double double layer. But uh,
0: you know, worked out well,
2: and uh, it was nice and cool. So <laughs>
0: keeping you cool. Yeah. All right.
2: All right. Anyway, uh, let's go
0: on to the next segment.
2: All right. Let's move on. It's now time for our favorite segment of the week. Money moon picks of the week.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rich. Are if rich? you listen to me, if you listen to me last week when I said the pick of the days, week, century Millennium everything, Throw Everything on UTF.
2: Free money.
0: Free money wasn't even close from the get go. And actually, I had a lot of people messaging you? me and thanking me. So finally, put <laughs> some respect in here,
2: dude. How nice <laughs> does it feel to like be so right about something?
0: I know. Yeah, it's, it's good,
2: especially after the whole Memphis tobacco last year. <laughs>
0: Anyway. Well, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have to go back in that because I'm the one who actually said on Twitter not to bet on UCF. Oh, Memphis no, game.
2: I know. I'm talking about me. But like I was oh. I was as all in on Memphis last year or UCF versus Memphis as you were on game. this game. And yeah, it, I, I it, it hurt. Um, It hurt to 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 lose that and especially being there in person. But anyway I don't even know why I brought that off <laughs>
0: <laughs> also had a couple of messages uh, people kind of regretting they didn't listen to me people that, that had no idea how to bet on sports but they want to get interested in bet that they're now interested in betting on sports which is good you know I want to be a We'll teach her for you guys. Get exactly. everybody in the game. Yep. So it's a Mo- lot of fun. I, we all have fun doing this. So
2: money, Moo the professor, and yeah, make, right? making money is always a nice bonus as well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you don't like free money, then don't listen to your picks. How did your other picks do last week? Or what was your what's your overall record last week? And then total.
0: So last week we went two and one for the second week in a row. So four and two on the season. <sighs> A very young season. The winners were UCF, and Maryland was also another really easy. All my winners are, like, so easy.
2: Yeah, but what about your loser? Oh, the losers <laughs> are pretty bad. That's so, how it happens.
0: This was crazy, though. We have Washington minus 14, I think, and they lose outright to Cal. Horrible.
2: Yeah, what happened, know.
0: dude? I don't know. The game was on, like, way after I went to bed. I think we are <laughs> in bed by, like, ten thirty. 30.
2: Yo... <laughs> Boca after party, we crushed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: right. Whoever had the no on that, that you weren't going to make it. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I actually could have went out. You were the one that –
0: anyway, we won't get into that. (laughs) Uh, I was fine. So, 2-1, 4-2 overall. Uh, What do you got this week? All right. pick should come as no surprise to anyone. We're taking UCF minus 7 against Stanford. Now, you would think that after 25 straight wins and two AAC championships, that Vegas would start to respect us, but no. Here's a crazy stat right now. UCF is ranked number 12 in the power ranks after that win against FAU, which is actually the highest we've been on this current run.
2: What site do you use for power ranks, just for people that are new listening?
0: Okay, so I don't want to give away my secret power rank. Uh, site but I also see I take those what I do is I take those power ranks and then I have like my own custom home field advantage that I right use you
2: put your little money moo touch anyway so if for those of you interested in this there's a million websites out there with power rankings they're all a little bit different but just pick one and follow it and then see if you like it or not and then uh, so that's what moo does and then he springs sprinkles a little bit of his special sauce on his picks and comes right. up with this segment so That's a little background for for people that are new here.
0: So I went back to look at the 2017 National Championship team of UCF right after their Auburn win.
2: Only undefeated 2017. And the
0: 2019 Knights, this year's Knights, after these two games are actually rated three points higher than that 2017 team. Even after we beat Auburn? Even after we beat Auburn. We would this team right now on a neutral field would be a minus a three point favorite.
2: I think Mackenzie Milton would have something to say about that. But <laughs> that's how
0: impressive the Knights have looked in these first two games. But, but anyway, anyway, it's a, it's only stats. If the game if they actually played the game, who knows what would happen? Well, but anyway,
2: it'd be kind of weird because like players would be blocking themselves or something, and. Uh, Right, you know, something like that. I don't know. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, anyway. So
0: I've set my personal line on this game for UCF minus 16.5, but we just found out that quarterback for Stanford, KJ Costello, will be back. He's worth about two to three points. So I see the Knights still winning this game by 14 to 17.
2: Okay, so UCF minus 7... Not quite as free as last week, but still very free, right? Right. Or like I see, somewhere. like
0: uh, I don't know, 37-20, 37-21.
2: You think they scored three touchdowns on this defense? I don't know, I mean, man. Two,
0: two, and a couple field goals. I mean, they're good. Are they? They're better than FAU. That's
2: true. Okay, so that's fair. So you take the FAU score, subtract the touchdown from us, add one to them, maybe, and yeah, there you go. We still cover the. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, this is good, though, because, like, it's so hard to tell because all the different conferences and stuff, and, you know, here's the thing, too. A lot of people were comparing, like, they put our box score versus FAU and compared it to Ohio State's and be like, oh, look, we're better. We should be ranked higher. It's like, come on, guys. That's so childish. Like, you don't know any of the circumstances and stuff. Ohio State pulled the starters, and you can't just compare stuff like that and be like, oh, we're better than Ohio State, even though I think we are. You guys know that's not how the rankings are made, but it was definitely nice to see us uh, finally got in. Brent, Brent, what the hell is it? B- Brent McMur- McMurphy. Brent, I'm just gonna call him Brent Murphy. It's easier. We got in Brent Murphy's top twenty-five uh, poll finally. finally. He, yeah, he, he dropped out Nebraska for us, which dude. Oh, Nebraska, thank you so Hope no much. one listened to my over eight wins on Nebraska. Um, I sure, I sure didn't. Hopefully, I'm the only person losing money on them, but uh. <laughs> I still think they'll get it together. They started off really slow last year, and then they ended up finishing the season really strong. But uh,
0: So what's worse, you with Nebraska over eight wins or me with Florida State over eight? <laughs> I don't know, man.
2: <laughs> Dude, they're both not looking that That's good. That's terrible. Yo, I heard that Hypo would be in the mix for the FSU job, which would not be cool. Oh, my gosh. I know.
0: You stop with the second game of the year, right? Dude,
2: I might as well say it. Someone else is going to. All
0: right, you're ruining my segment. All right, all right, all
2: right. Anyway. uh, Pick number
0: two for the week. We're going to take Maryland again. They look very impressive against Syracuse. Uh, So Maryland minus eight this week at Temple. Are they ranked yet? They are not ranked.
2: They're going to be ranked here soon.
0: Oh, no, they're 21 in the AP. Yeah, yeah. Wait,
2: they're about to, like, pass
0: us. (laughs) I mean, it's a possibility. (laughs) So, anyway, we're taking Maryland minus 8. They're ranked 21. Game is at Temple, and my personal line on the game should be Maryland minus 13. So, look for them to win by, like, eh, I'll say two touchdowns. The offense is absolutely incredible. I know it's only been two games, and the opponents have been less than Stellar, Syracuse and Howard. But still they're averaging seventy one points a game.
2: That's unreal. That's so unreal. Ten
0: Temple's, touchdowns. I know. Temple's home field advantage is virtually zero if you ever went to the UCF Temple game up there. They just really don't get up for it. It's in the Eagles stadium, so it's a big empty stadium. Yeah. And uh Maryland do well, so I'm basing this solely off of offense and the zero home field for Temple, so take Maryland minus eight. I I like that,
2: and another thing, too, I didn't expect Maryland, you know, they had that whole thing with the player passed away, and then their coach resigned last year or whatever. I thought they were going to kind of maybe drop off for a little bit. Maryland's good. Like, they didn't miss a beat at all. They've actually, I think, maybe used this to, like, rally together. They're playing really, really good football. It kind of stinks that we're not playing them anymore. You know, we kind of missed – um, when we had when we had our home and home with them. They were kind of on the downturn. And now they're better, and of course we're not playing them. But uh, I agree. It'll be interesting to see how they play against Temple too. Conference opponent. Everyone in our conference is very like unimpressive this year, which is not good for you know our strength the schedule. But uh, yeah, I guess either way, I I could see Maryland blowing out Temple. I don't think Temple is that good, but we'll have to see. Uh, what's All right,
0: your, my I, third. And final pick. This one I'm pretty freak I'm pretty confident on, dude. What, like right. we both looked at this and we we're like, why the hell is this line like this? Yeah. Um I don't understand. So but
2: I, th- I how many udders would you give it out of five? I think that should be
0: a system. <laughs> how many udders? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like money move. <laughs> money, no.
2: How many udders? <laughs> Stop. Like five udders? Is this a
0: five udder <laughs> pick? <laughs> My nickname has nothing to do with a cow. It's because my last name is Muya. I know, so they but... just dropped the ya, and that's how we got Moo. And money because I like money and I make people money. I know, but all right, So right. We're not giving this pick five udders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let us know what you think about this on Twitter, please. We really want your feedback. Anyway, so you're very confident in this game. What's the pick?
0: Iowa. The Hawkeyes. Minus 1.5. Versus Iowa State. Look, this is where they picked college game day to go. Ames, Iowa. Now, it is a huge rivalry. I know this. Every year, it seems like this comes down to, like, the last play. And there's some crazy, like, Hail Mary. And Good to know. Uh, I just remember, like, all this. But I can't understand for the life of me why this line is so low. Iowa, 2-0. and Yeah, they played an FCS team. And then they played Rutgers. Basically an FCS team.
2: <laughs> I was going to say two FCS um, teams.
0: But, I mean, 2-0 is 2-0, and, and they shut out Rutgers, 30 to nothing. Meanwhile, Iowa State, they only played one game. So, yeah, they do have a little bit of rest. But they needed three overtimes to beat FCS Northern Iowa
2: at home. How many college football teams are there in Iowa?
0: Jeez, uh, I don't know. That's way more than I expected. But Having a week off for Iowa State after needing three overtimes to beat an FCS opponent Northern Iowa that's actually a huge negative for me. Look, you took a whole week to have to dwell on this. What do you think the fans fans are saying? Uh,
2: I don't know, but I feel like the t- <laughs> like I feel like the coaches and the team are like getting really, really whipped into shape, and they also have an extra week to prepare for this game. So I kind of I kind of think of it the opposite. But you know, we'll have to see. Maybe that was like a, their little game to get all their rust out, and then they come out strong. Versus Iowa. I don't know. I, I don't or know. I could see it going either way. Like,
0: ah, am I actually this good? Are we actually a good team? And yeah. then here it is. Like, if you get blown out by Iowa, pretty much, you know, the whole season's over.
2: Yeah. Dad, that's true. I mean, starting off so, only, or one and one lose your rivalry game, first conference game. I could see it going either way. Um, I, I probably won't touch this one, though, but I do like the other two picks.
0: So, take Iowa – Minus 1.5, Maryland minus 8, and UCF minus 7. Let's get that money.
2: Last segment before we do Moo's mailbag, we have a Meanwhile to the West. Uh, Moo, do you want to take this one?
0: Meanwhile, whoa, this is like the first time I ever got to announce this, but <laughs> I like it. That's because I found it. Very nice everyone rejoice in unison that USF officially has the worst offense in college football period. Ouch. They played two games points. (laughs) They played two games. (laughs) It could have been like yards or something. (laughs) (laughs) They have played two games and scored 10 points. There is, however, one team who has scored only seven points, but they've only played one game. One game. So they're well, averaging. Northwestern.
2: They're not even averaging a touchdown for, their, for an entire game. What are we averaging? Like 45? Well, More than that? 40, no, 50.
0: Probably no, 55. 62 and 48, buddy. Wow. 110. <laughs> so we are officially 11 times better.
2: So, dude, we're averaging UCF. double points per quarter that they are per game.
0: <laughs> astonishing
2: yeah so uh, and also
0: i'm hearing that there's a quarterback battle you know blake barnett the whole offseason like, oh yeah he's back he's he's better than ever blah 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 that's what can I thought, to lose yeah. this starting job to some dude i'm like
2: <laughs> oh it's terrible how long till charlie strong gets fired it's got to be soon
0: I mean, they've lost, what now, like nine in a row, dating back to last season?
2: It was, it's eight, I think. It's six to end the season last year, and then two now. But then they
0: lost the bowl game.
2: Well, yeah, they finished seven and six, though.
0: All right, so they lost eight regular season games in a row.
2: Something like that, yeah. Plus um, the
0: bowl game. Dude, I don't it. think it's are going to last till the end of the year. Didn't they fire their offensive <laughs> coordinator, coordinator. Yeah, and they just they took a
2: huge step back.
0: Yeah. Only South Florida buddy.
2: What a, what a joke. Uh so yeah, meanwhile to the west. Dude, this must be how they felt when we were doing our like whole own 12 thing. And um well that worked out okay for us, but it's nice to have the roles flipped, although like you mentioned last week, them being good makes our rivalry so much more fun, but at the same time, I'm not going to be mad when they stink. <laughs> It's very fun to laugh at them. All right, last up, Moose Mailbag. This one from Thanos supporter. Uh, Does UCF really have any competition this season after Stanford? Our strength of schedule is starting to look bad, and we are looking that good so far.
0: I mean, sure, every game's a competition. Here's one. We haven't left the state of Florida yet, so we don't know how this team is going to be on the road. First test will be in... A week and a half from now, when we travel up to Pittsburgh,
2: come to the game. So,
0: uh, come to the game. Yo, me, and, uh, me and Sean will be there.
2: Flights are, uh, my name's Probs, but flights are, dude, like a hundred bucks round trip. They might have gone up a little bit, but this, and I say that this changes every week. Pitt, I think, is going to be our toughest game this season. <laughs> so, come and support everyone. Dude, who knows? Honestly, every game is the hardest game, whatever team we're playing this week is going to be the hardest game. Just got to go 1-0.
0: One game every year that, like, oh, it's like Temple last year. Everybody's thought, oh, you know, we were going to roll over them. They gave us a pretty good scare, at least for the first half.
2: Was it Temple? Oh, no, I was thinking Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah Temple, Temple was all right. They put some points up. I know it kind of goes against your pick, but I could see that game being difficult. I, who knows? Um, you know, I guess we'll just have to see.
0: Next one is from John... Martin Jr., did someone kidnap Trey Nixon? Also, we need more Marlon Williams as well.
2: Yeah, you know, I was actually surprised that we haven't seen that much of Marlon Williams, but I think a lot of that is because Jacob Harris has been playing really well, and I think he kind of locked down that third receiver spot. Let's look at the snap counts here. Harris had 23. Marlon had 31, actually. Trey Nixon had 55. So it looks like maybe Marlon and Harris are, I guess, interchanging. And Nixon and Gabe Davis are, like, the full-time starters. But, yeah, I hope I hope we could see him more. Uh, you know, Nixon, he was in a lot last game. He just, I guess, didn't get the ball that much. But uh, that happens, you know. Again, say this at least, like, three times every week, a lot of mouths to feed. What do you think?
0: Yeah, and I mean d- the other thing was Dylan only completed seven passes. So oh yeah, obviously true. You're not going to catch a lot of balls.
2: Yeah, and uh, so divide that. That's like one pass per. per, per. Did anyone have more than one catch?
0: <laughs> yeah, Gabe had three.
2: Gabe had three. Everyone. Else. Yeah, I mean it's just that's tough. Marlon was targeted once. Trey Nixon twice. Uh, I mean we only had eighteen pass attempts.
0: So. Right, and like I said before. Newsflash, guys, we're, we're a run-first team. Oh, yeah. I did say this now on our preview show, and if you didn't listen to it, go back. The season preview show, that I thought we would be a top-five rushing attack team. Now now it's looking more like we're top probably one? the f- top-one <laughs> rushing team.
2: Yeah, we've got a lot of very talented running backs and a probably the best offensive line we've ever had or one of the best, I would say. Also, having such a great defense means we're going to be up more and also running the ball more. So it's definitely like a perfect storm of having, you know, one of the top rushing offenses in the nation. I
0: agree. Yeah. I mean, we got it's on the board, and whether we run it in or pass it in or, you know, yeah. I don't really care. Whatever. I like running. I, I like, like seeing Ben Tamey dream, And all our running backs, they're electric. Yeah, I agree
2: this is from john gardner is ucf fau a viable rivalry
0: uh sure i mean you know the rivalry between us and usf they started out really you know good. i think yeah well, and they were then, like a know, power it goes conference back and forth. i'm not saying that fau can't ever be good they're like us like 20 years ago You know, that's exactly behind.
2: Exactly. I mean, everyone hating on them. I actually like it's almost somewhat insulting to me because I see FAU. And that just reminds me of where UCF used to be when I first got there. They had a good year like two years ago. They were like 10 and three or something like that. And we all thought they were going to maybe be like a sneaky hard uh, opponent on our schedule last year. And then they weren't. I think it could be a good rivalry, you know, they need to get better. They need to, I'm not going back there unless they promise me that it's not going to take me an hour to get in the stadium, but that's a whole other story. But yeah, I dude, honestly, I hope, I hope we can establish a rivalry with like every school in Florida. It's so much fun. Like, and it's almost like a home game too.
0: All right. The next question. This one's from Jesse Nitro. Can you go over the pros and cons of stadium expansion?
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. I think, well, first of all, let me preface this with whatever Danny White does is the, the correct thing. Like, he will not lead us wrong in this whole thing. I just think it's too early to do it because if, this is hypothetical, if we were to have an off year, it's going to be tough to fill the stadium for, you know, a noon UConn game towards the end of the year, and then it's going to look stupid, you know? I don't think we should expand it until we're in a P5. But that being said, you don't want to wait to join a P5 to expand it, right? Because then we're losing money by not having that stadium there. So, and I don't know how long. I guess they could just do it in the off season. So I guess we would know we're going to join a P5 like next year and then we just build it over the summer. Um, I think that's a major thing though. Just, I mean, come on, look, we couldn't even sell Conference championship game last year, and I know it was short notice. I know it was a noon kickoff, but it was kind of a big game, and you know we we were right under a sellout, but still, I mean, there wouldn't have been more people if we had a bigger stadium. So, yeah, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't really need to expand the stadium yet. Here's one thing that I think sucks is the students being turned away.
1: Like, I, yeah, could you
0: imagine, like, when we were in school, other than the Texas game, which I understand was, like, something way different, just the thought of, like, the entire student section being full was cr- – I mean, we we filled it a little bit. Yeah. There were some games it was definitely full, but I, I don't ever remember being turned away. Well, and when we and were And that was students, when we it were was, on it was, one
2: side. It was one side, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. There's got to be – maybe if they expanded – if they took away like some of the, I don't know, like $99 tickets and made them like $49 and offered them to the students only or something like that, that way at least you're guaranteed. Like, you know, you have, you can go and you don't have to get in like
2: an hour and a half early. Yeah. Right. That's smart. Actually, like a student season ticket.
0: Right. And I know they had the young alumni one and everything, or if they do like, just have one section. Now, I know I'm not saying this for every, stu- every one of the student sections, where they just had one section where they sold like just the lower bowl tickets just to make like some extra money
1: uh-huh.
0: for the expansion. I'm not saying like five hundred dollars or anything, but right dude, that's got to be tough for the kids. like getting there like, what did you have to get there like two hours before the game starts? I don't know. Now? we to did- like try and get in.
2: We did it, remember. Yeah, we used to run in and try and get in the front row. It was, like, mayhem. But I agree that would suck. But, dude, at that age, like, we didn't really care about tailgating. Like, the longer you tailgate, the more chances you get popped for drinking underage. So, yeah, that's why <laughs> we had, like, a ton of friends or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were, I don't know. I mean, cool. the ex- <laughs>
0: the, Yeah. <laughs> the expansion, no, we don't need to do it. G- give it, like, t- at least – three consecutive years of, of selling out season tickets. Yeah, and here's the
2: thing. You know, I do feel bad for the students, but actually, you know, you know what? I'd scratch it. I don't feel bad at all. If you really want to go to the game, suck it up. Like, everyone else had to do it. Well, kind of. And, uh, yeah, if not, then just tailgate. It's not a big deal. Like, right.
0: And okay, or, buy, maybe, or buy a ticket. Like, or buy a ticket. Yeah, yeah just buy yeah, a there's ticket. There's plenty on StubHub, SeatGeek. Like, okay, maybe you can't oh, afford to come to Stanford. Only SeatGeek because... promote okay, only C-Geek. problems. Maybe you can't afford to come to Stanford, but uh, dude, I sold my tickets to FAMU for like ten dollars.
2: Yeah, exactly, and there were
0: good seats. Could went there. to FAMU. All the all the others, all the other tickets besides, I think USF are all like under twenty bucks. Right. But just buy a ticket.
2: Yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you really care, then just buy a ticket. I agree. Not a huge deal. All right, what else we got? Let's wrap this up. This next one's from Nico K. Rico, thinking about betting on sports for the first time. Any advice on how to go about it?
0: Yes, I do actually have a little bit of advice. So the main thing I would tell somebody who's never bet on sports is to, first off, don't bet any money that you can't afford to lose. Um, That's huge. Do not take the last $100 to your name uh, that you're going to want to pay on your car payment and go, oh, well, I can turn this into $200 and then have two months of a car payment. Uh, please, that is like the worst possible thing you can do. This is all for fun. This is basically all just lunch money, beer money that I use to bet. Uh, it's just something to have a good time with friends, uh, make you know the games look just a little bit more exciting. So, I, mean, I really just do this for fun. When
2: well, you bet on UCF, it's free money, so <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, but no, you're you're right, it's though. basically free money. You're right, though. You have to pretend like, like you're you're going to lose every bet, I guess, in like your money management because, dude, anything that's a lock, it can still lose. Like That's what makes sports fun is because nothing's ever given. Even if a game's supposed to be a blowout, that's why they have the point spread and you can take either side. But uh, yeah, don't gamble with anything you can't afford to lose.
0: And if you want to get in it and you've never done it before, there are a few sites that we like... Uh, Who's to place those bets and just send the DM over to UCF Props, and he can get you a referral link for a free bonus. Yep. So yeah, do that. <laughs> we can't give we can't give it out on the air because it's like five hundred million letters and numbers. It's like so. a,
2: it's not even that. It's like a link. Like it's not a. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But uh, oh, there yeah. You go. So That's DM, a, DM UCF Props to uh, get a little bonus money on there.
2: Yep. Okay, uh, I think that's it. Let's wrap it up here. We will see you guys all in white this Saturday at Stanford. Three thirty kickoff. That means tailgate starts at two one nine
0: a.m. nine
2: nine ooh nine a.m. I know. Um,
0: we will have a tailgate set up. Well, we're all in kind of the same area, but we'll have a couple different tents set up in the C section of love the alu- <laughs> good old <the> C <laughs> <laughs> section. Section C, right over by the Alumni Center. Memory Mall. So, if you see me, come say hi, have a beer, and uh, yeah. hang out. Come it's say what up. And-
2: Let's take some pictures. I like to Yeah,
0: we definitely, uh, did we met a lot of fans at FAU. So we did?
2: Well, well, I did. I don't uh, know about you. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think it was people you already knew, but I didn't know. Oh, they yeah. They didn't know who I was, so. Yeah. It moves coming
2: out party. Uh, right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, see you guys Saturday. Wear white, and, yeah, go Knights.
0: Charge on.